business. In 1966, Bush won a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives from Texas. Although he lost a race for the U.S. Senate in 1970, Bush was U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations from 1971 to 1973 and served as Republican National Committee Chairman from 1973 to 1974, Chief of the Liaison Office to the People's Republic of China from 1974 to 1976, and Director of the Central Intelligence Agency from 1976 to 1977. After an unsuccessful bid for the Republican presidential nomination in 1980, Bush became former rival Ronald Reagan's running mate and served as his vice president from 1981 to 1989. Eight years later, Bush would defeat Governor Michael Dukakis of Massachusetts in the 1988 presidential election, winning with an impressive 53% of the popular vote, carrying 40 states and winning 426 electoral college votes. Presidency Most observers of the Bush years agree that he was a cautious and prudent president who saw his role as that of a manager and caretaker of the federal government as opposed to a visionary leader. Bush utilized his vast party and government experience, coupled with his experience in foreign affairs, to handle the job with adeptness. Yet Bush was challenged from the start to define his own presidency separate from that of his predecessor, the popular and charismatic Ronald Reagan. Right from the outset, Bush had to contend with the long shadow being cast on his presidency by the conservative policy agenda and skilled rhetoric of the Reagan presidency. In truth, the Bush presidency was not merely a redo of the Reagan years. As presidential scholar John Robert Green has noted, the political environment in which Bush attempted to govern was created in part by the economic instability and cultural anxiety created by the Reagan years. While Reagan had rolled back government regulations in areas such as environmental policy and supported cutbacks to programs such as Medicaid and Head Start, Bush believed he needed to revive commitments to some of these federal programs. Bush often appeared to be politically handcuffed to Reagan policies. The conservative base of the Republican Party expected President Bush to continue the Reagan policy agenda, but Bush was not Reagan in terms of vision or political skill. Moreover, Bush was tarred with the Iran-Contra scandal, which lingered into his presidency, and periodically flared up as independent counsel Lawrence Walsh marched forward with prosecutions against high-level Reagan administration officials. Additionally, Bush faced increased partisanship from a Congress controlled by Democrats, whose own long-standing New Deal coalition had fractured, and who were struggling to redefine their own party's agenda. During his four years in office, Bush vetoed 44 pieces of legislation, 15 of which were pocket vetoes. Yet Bush seemed comfortable engaging in political compromise. Domestically, this skill was evident when he signed the Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act of 1990, in which he brokered a deal with both Democrats and Republicans in Congress to raise taxes in order to reduce the federal deficit and debt, a politically complicated maneuver. Although many now credit this move as the first important step that allowed the strong economic growth of the mid to late 1990s, Bush was at the time pilloried by Democrats and conservatives within his own party for breaking his No New Taxes pledge in 1988, in which he had famously proclaimed, Read My Lips, No New Taxes.
a president who was more interested in substance than style. Bush was confronted with an increasingly competitive news media that focused on personalized and negative political coverage. This approach left Bush at a disadvantage in seeking to engage in a substantive dialogue on policy issues. By 1989, the 24-hour news cycle had emerged. Unfortunately, as one author has noted, Bush's public style, or perhaps lack of interest in developing a public style and image, would have been better suited for the news media environment of an earlier time, like the 1960s, when the national news cycle was still driven more by words than by images. Shaping the Supreme Court Major constitutional questions working their way through the federal courts during the Bush presidency included abortion rights, affirmative action, gender discrimination, federalism, and states' rights. Although Bush seemed less...